I'm an entrepreneur with a mission to share unique business experiences, tips of the trade, and entrepreneurial advice through fun and easygoing conversations with pros and peers. I'm Cassie, and I'm your host. Let's grab drinks after work every Thursday as we banter and brainstorm. With a shot of business and a splash of pleasure, this is the Mastermind Mixer. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mastermind Mixer. Today, I am here with Jamie of Leading Voices, and she is someone I am eager to talk to because she's all about the podcast world. So, hi, Jamie. Hi. Thank you so much for having me, Cassie. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. Why don't you tell us like a rundown? Give me your elevator pitch of like what you do and how you do it. Yeah, well, I really like to work with business owners and help them build branded podcasts that are influential and really just bring their mission to life. So the idea behind it is to really launch a top global podcast that helps your people find you and connect with you more. That's awesome. So have you, did you always work in the podcast space, like as long as your business has been around or have you pivoted? Um, And if you pivoted, tell me where you started. Yeah, I really started in more of the, hey, hey, mama, here's how you can make some money on eBay this weekend so that you um, side hustle cash for yourself. That's really where I started my journey. So it was really more business development. And now I do business coaching as well for a few clients, but I really specialize and hone in on the podcast for myself because that's part of my, it's like my favorite. It's my baby. (laughs) Yeah. And I love like just as business owners, like small business owners and entrepreneurs, we can just be like, and this is what I like. <laughs> like I do all these other things. Or, like this is where I like to spend my time. Oh, for sure. Yes. that We get to choose. It's our choice. And that's the coolest part of the whole entire I, thing. I have to know more about this, this eBay thing. I know, I know it's a, it's a thing of the past, but I am an avid follower of like side hustle moms on TikTok now. <laughs> I feel Ooh, like yes. you back then would have felt fit. Like if these two things would have been able to be married at the time, you would have fit right into my for you page. So tell me about that a little bit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I know. And I trust me, if TikTok would have been around that at one point I was considering like sharing more of that journey. And just at the time I just didn't. And really how it started was, gosh, I was at this job and I would go around to different car dealerships and we would take off like their hubcaps and their grills and their mirror covers and we put on brand new ones. And I was at the office like filling out paperwork. Most of the time I was traveling for it, but I get back to the office and I would see guys come back with these huge trailers just loaded full of all these takeoffs and they would just throw them in the dumpster. And then I was like, what the heck? Like there has to be a market for that first off. And then second off, they're just going to the dump. Like what? There's got to like, there's got to be another way. I don't want to see all that stuff just being trashed. And so I would actually uh, dumpster dive for (laughs) the parts, like literally. I mean, it's not as, as, as weird as maybe like, I wasn't going out to multiple dumpsters, like trying to find them. Like they were all just the office that you were at. (laughs) You had a dedicated dumpster dumpster to dive. And (laughs) that's where it started. And then like the owner, uh, of the company, which I probably should have verified that, that was cool for me to do with him, but I don't think I was that like I was like 15 years old, right? Like I didn't, I wasn't oh my that. Gosh. Yeah, for you I to didn't even really care about what was happening. Is like as impressive as anything. Like for you to even be like, wait, why are we doing that? Like that really should. I mean, you should capitalize on that piece of your story because at 15 you were like, and this is gonna make me money. So how are we gonna do this? it's so it's so strange honestly and then I well so I I put them up on eBay like 
that weekend or whatever. And I, I put them up for 99 cents because I had no idea what they were even worth. And they were getting oh bid up to like $50, $75. And then some things like a hundred dollars. And I was like, okay, this is going to work. And it wasn't something like, I didn't have to wait for them to sell. Like the day I put them up, they were getting right. bid. It's like, it was like a pretty hot thing. And, oh uh, yeah, it was just, and they just started going off. And then the coolest thing was like being on the beach in Florida. And I was like, oh my gosh, mom, I made $500 today. And she's like, how? You're not working. Like, well, I got this thing. Oh, <laughs> that I, my gosh, I, thing. I love that. And you're like, still at this point, you had to be like, what, 16? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So, so then you became like, I assume you started selling more than just like hubcaps and, and side mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I was just selling that still, but I kind of worked it out with the reps to instead of, Hey, don't throw them away. I'll give you five bucks each or I'll give you a dollar oh, each. Nice. And so I made it so they could like make money to send them to me. And then actually the company owner was like, Hey, I've actually got like a warehouse full of them. 500 bucks. You can just have all of it. Like, yeah, oh my gosh. let's do it. And so then I became like, my grandpa always called me the hubcap queen. So I had like storage <laughs> units all over. And yeah, that that was my, uh, my beginning of entrepreneurship. Oh my gosh, I love that. So what happened? Like, how did the hubcap queen like put her crown down? Like, where did you go? <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's, it's, it's so funny. I was actually running the business until really this year. Uh, oh, when wow. I, when so I was kind of going. Yeah. Oh yeah. It kept wow. going. And I was just eventually like, oh, you know, it's just pulling a little bit of my energy because I obviously I had somebody shipping and like dealing with most of that. So it, it didn't require much time maybe like 30 minutes a week mm-hmm. or something. But I was still just like it's it's taking some of my energy that I need to focus somewhere else. And so I kind of made that decision of it's just it served me, but it doesn't serve me anymore. And so I let it go and I, you know, got rid of it. I still actually it's funny. I have a storage unit actually still in Omaha with in Nebraska <laughs> where I'm from with some with with some inventory but it, it it wasn't part of the bigger deal that that we did so it's still there and I'm trying to figure oh out what gosh. to do with it now that <laughs> some is of it. so I I can assure you that whenever I was um preparing for this interview I did not think we were going to be talking about hubcaps I can I can <laughs> promise you that <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. But, so but I you, think that's like really valuable in entrepreneurship, right? It's like no, you also have amazing. to like, you have to like know when to let something go though. That's like yeah. no longer serving you. Yeah, it's like anymore. no longer serving you. And it, it's just not, you're like, I always tell people like, think of, I do a lot of virtual assistants and I do fractional VP of operations. So anything back in business, um, I handle virtually. And I always have my clients like, tell me what is burning you out. Like, tell me is what not, like, what's not fueling you. Um, can we get rid of it altogether? If we can't get rid of it, can I take it on or can, you know, part of my team take it on? Um, so, mm-hmm. so I definitely see value in, in walking away and, and knowing when the right time to do that is. Are you still in Omaha? No, we, so we travel, we, we live in an RV full time and we travel. And oh so we're gosh. in Sedona Arizona right now. Oh, Sedona is beautiful. So we just made a cross country move. We had lived in California and now we live in Virginia and mm-hmm. we were able to drive through Sedona. It's just so pretty. It's pretty out there. So oh, yeah. how long are you, how long do you stay in one place? Are you, are you just like, uh, are we vacationing or are we just like staying for months at a time? Sorry. I, yeah. this is, I'm so intrigued by your life right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, well, so we were traveling for the past seven years and we would stay mm-hmm. like either three months or, I mean, we stayed on Maui. That was the longest. That was two years. Wow. Wow. Uh, 
and then yeah and then i think after that we were like hey we're kind of tired of having to like constantly sell our stuff and really like live out of suitcases and so Mm -hmm. we had always wanted to buy an rv so we could have our home just travel with us and yeah so it was like december gosh it was like december 1st and we were told hey you either need to renew your lease or you've got to you've got to leave in the next 30 days and so we we said okay we've got 30 days we better make this happen so we did and we've honestly been in sedona since january 1st which was not the plan it's just every time we leave to travel here if we fly somewhere else or even drive like Mm -hmm. we miss it and we want to come back and we we're staying on like i don't know 30 acres we've got apple trees and a creek in our backyard and it's just i mean we couldn't ask for a better place to live and they're like you can stay as long as you want so we're like okay yeah we will do that you happen to know they're on Instagram. It's happily ever exploring. Do you know mm. that account? No, but if you I don't know, you should them. look them up. So I, um, something that I have let go that I used to do a lot, um, is style shoots. Are do you know what those are? No. So style shoots are like fake weddings. I'm a wedding photographer by trade, um, or just a photographer by trade, specializing in weddings and branding. But, um, the styled shoots were an opportunity for photographers who were trying to break in to the wedding market come to photo sessions to build their portfolio because it's really hard to book a wedding when you don't have a portfolio showing that you know how to shoot a wedding yeah i would host i would host these workshops essentially and i would always source my couples on like i would slide into dms on instagram like let's just be perfectly honest i would be like they are in our area and they're an attractive couple. Like, let's ask them if they're available. And I would like slide into their DMs. Well, um, I believe her name is Aaliyah. I think his name is Seth, but they're, I know their Instagram is have happily ever exploring. They were one of my couples for a styled shoot. And then afterward, they started traveling and really diving into TikTok. They have like 40 something thousand followers um, on Instagram. And it's all a travel kind of like a blog or a vlog. Um, so you should definitely check them out, check them out. I feel like you guys would have a lot in common. Um, cause they're back in the yes. States now, but they were in, I think that they were in Maui for a while. Right, How so, cool. Yeah. So I yeah. think pretty sure. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely will. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me now you're in the podcast space. How, who's your ideal client? Like who are you working with when you're, when you're building these things up? Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. It, well, it's interesting. Cause right now I was actually like hired by this program that actually had a profound impact on, on my journey actually as a coach, I was actually hired as a coach now in their program and I coach business over there. And so it, that's kind of mm-hmm. been my focus as of, as of lately, mm-hmm. just because that's the content that's kind of being asked of me, but sure. my ideal client really for the podcasting space is someone who of course has a message that they want to share with more people, but it's really someone who in their space lacks authority most of the time. And it's like, okay, how can I actually stand out and start attracting people to me and position myself better in my industry to where people actually know who I am? A lot of times they feel like the best kept secret. I get that all the time. They're like, Jamie, I feel like the best kept secret. Like in person, people know me, but like online, I'm a ghost. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody takes me seriously. And so it's somebody who wants to really anchor their authority online. They have goals of like, you know, speaking on stages, writing a book, and like they just ultimately want to impact more lives. Like that's where they want to go virtual. Like most of their clients come from word of mouth and referrals. And so they just, they're kind of unsure of how to even 
start online. And so the podcast is just a really great way for them to just start to express like, hey, here's what here's what I'm made of. Like, here's what I can offer you. And so are they you know, coming to you? when okay so they have these the you know they have this vision of the impact that they can make and they have you know they have that goal are they coming to you pre starting a podcast or are they like I'm doing this but it's not reaching anybody where where's the line yeah usually it's before they even launch one mm-hmm. but they come oh, nice. but definitely people that have them do as well of course but yeah, yeah. The, the people who I typically target are pre-launch and that's just because I don't know like it also comes down to when they're offline, building up more of a personal brand doesn't really matter as right. much. Okay, I won't say it doesn't matter, but it's not like you have to have like the branded feed, so to speak. And right. so a lot of times, like I actually really enjoy helping them put, to, put that together. So I oh, just nice. like the stuff that comes with a launch, you know, it's it's pretty fun. We're actually well, launching. I think, a, I think there's also like, like something yeah. to say about, sorry, um, there's something to say about being in pre-launch too, because the people that are coming to you in the pre-launch, you know that they're like go-getters because they're they're they have the wherewithal to reach out prior to even starting, which I think is really cool and admirable about like the person yes. that you're reaching. That's really neat. But go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. No, that that's a really good point. And that, but then again, it's like I don't want somebody to stop showing up on their show if it's like not leading to the results that they want too. So like I love I love that, but. We're actually like back to kind of what you were saying about, about your friends that you shot before. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are actually launching a together podcast, my fiance and I, because he's pretty big in this business with, with myself actually. And Mm -hmm. we're launching a together podcast now, and we're going to be documenting more of like our lifestyle on the road and like just our experience with RV life and traveling and how we're doing that and all the things. And that is really cool. We're pretty excited. I I can think of like five people that I'm going to send, um, your information too because not for the podcast stuff but for the travel stuff the my um my husband's really good friends um my husband's in the marine corps and one of his friends got out and they he and his family well at the time it was he and his fiance moved into an rv they've since like welcomed a baby and then i have that couple i told you about i'm like i have all these people for the travel side like that's awesome um and i so whenever you are like how are you strategizing is is your expertise in the marketing piece of the podcast or is it the structure piece or is it both? I would say a bit of both. Uh, It's interesting because if you would have asked me a few years ago, if I really wanted to do anything with marketing, I probably would have said no until I realized (laughs) that it is really the most important thing of everything. And so I've became a bit obsessed with it. (laughs) (laughs) So are you, um, are you, I guess I'm trying to, get words out first of all sorry um <laughs> i want to know and i think that this is like a personal thing as a person who recently launched this podcast where this will be season 2 um whenever you're structuring a marketing plan for them what's the like give me like three tips like what are you what are you telling all your clients like have you or three questions that you ask maybe like how are you doing this are you doing that we should be doing that Yeah, I mean, I think with podcasting, it's really important to be repurposing your content as much as possible because it's not, granted, it's like kind of getting to be a better search platform, but like, I'm not sure when you go, when you go to listen to a podcast, do you look at a podcast that you follow and just say, oh, like what episode has been posted since the last time that I, that Mm -hmm. I listened or like, do you go and are you constantly searching for like 
new shows like I'm curious like what is your process for finding a new show so I actually I am like a TikTok fiend right now so I have found the reason another reason that Omaha struck my interest is because like I found Elise Myers um, podcast because I was following her on TikTok and she was marketing that but if I'm in the app I'm either just I'm I'm not really searching very much at all unless it's been like a recommendation from a friend and then I have found myself recently and this is a new habit of mine but I have discovered that when you scroll down and it says like other podcasts you might be interested in and I've been Mm -hmm. kind of like getting my feet wet there a little bit so um but for the most part I'm going in and going to my own library and like seeing what episodes I haven't heard yet yep yep 100% so like the problem is like most people launch a podcast and they they think, okay, okay cool, I'm just going to go and I'm going to film some episodes, I'm going to get some really cool guests, and then I'm just going to kind of put them on a feed, launch them, and then like, that's it, people are going to find me. And of course, yeah, like, sometimes that happens. But like, the reality of it is when you have a new show, you've got to be focusing on building up other platforms and driving all that traffic right. back to your podcast because then you want to be one of the, like I believe it's like seven episodes or seven podcasts people typically listen to it's like you want to be one of those because then once they've subscribed they're going to start to see your stuff and they're going to become like a fan of yours right but like before that they're most likely not going to be searching and then find right. you it's just not really used like that for most right people. it's not like a google search where people are like podcast about whatever like they're just um right. finding out what they're already listening to. like they have a common interest like i said most of the podcasts i do listen to now have been recommendations from other people that listen to them it's yep. very rare that i'm like searching out a podcast yeah yeah exactly and so that's that's the problem right is like most people right. think that people are just going to find them and it's just unfortunately it's just not like youtube or google and you know, right. we, we, really so we've got point, to but if you're like utilizing and you have a you're utilizing YouTube and Google to drive them back to your podcast, that makes total sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I as we record this, I don't have to tell you this, but I don't record. Um, I have found that both myself and guests tend to be a little bit more candid and more comfortable if they're not on video. Um, I had initially planned to video so that I could use it for like TikTok or YouTube shorts and TikTok and stuff. But um, I just feel like I get more of like an honest, relaxed conversation if I don't make people be on video. (laughs) Um, So do you have recommendations? Like should I or should just people starting a podcast, should they just dive into the video piece of it? Yeah, what's interesting is I actually feel that. Like I feel like Hmm. this is more relaxed I really like that. I have to say, oh, yeah. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I first started my podcast, it definitely was audio only because there was the. Well, I started this so I didn't have to be on camera. Hello, right. I don't. I don't want to be on camera. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then, yeah, at the same time, when it comes to repurposing, like now you could use it and turn it into an actual YouTube podcast in the podcast category. If it's on, granted, you yeah. could make a video for it, of course, but you could put it there. And of course, like the shorts and the TikToks and the reels and all the things that come with it. Right. Um, I mean, that's where with our new podcast that's launching, the whole idea behind it is that we don't want to feel confined to a studio or like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like it's like the inauthentic. Perfect, the perfect elements. Like it, you, yeah. you have to have, like for video that just, there's so many more logistics to come into play for everybody, for yeah. 
for the listeners, for the the hosts, and then the interview, like the people being interviewed. So I just I I decided that I was gonna start somewhere. Like I even if this isn't the end result, I was like, I just need to get started. So mm-hmm. um like I said, I the first interview that I ever did, um, we recorded it with video and the person I was interviewing was so stiff and just clearly uncomfortable. And I'd actually been like, oh, you know, that's just because it's my first time. Like I'll get better at interviewing, blah, blah, blah. And then it was probably like my third or fourth episode where the guest said, hey, is it okay if we don't do video? I, I'm i much more comfortable without video. And I think that it'll be a, a better interview. And it was, and I felt more comfortable. And I was like, oh, this might be a thing for me. Like, I just need to like mm. quit trying to do all the things. So um, maybe, maybe we'll scale into that. And, but it sounds like you're, you're like, no, do it, do it this way. Like do whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, definitely hundred percent do what feels comfortable for you. But like what, what we've decided to do with this podcast that we're launching is like figure out how can we actually hold these conversations in nature and have it be in a place where we're already masterminding and already feeling in flow, uh, mm-hmm. but not feel like we have to go rush to the studio. So we're doing like fireside chats, creek chats. Oh, we're at, I we actually, that. yeah, exactly. So, so we're going to do audio and video. We actually, uh, I don't know if I can share necessarily who it is just yet, but, uh, you know, we had this whole vision for our show and so we got a sponsor already and, and they're, actually sending us a device that's able to capture the ambient sounds around us but then also have our voices come through the microphone so yeah we just kind of we thought like like, grand noise and it'll be but it'll be in your like natural habitats (laughs) and we're not in a studio that's amazing yeah so that was the idea called together i know you said that what what is it what are we calling it yeah the the podcast is uh called perceptions in the wild oh perceptions in the wild i I'm excited to to listen. This sounds amazing. And I, you mentioned sponsors. So how have you navigated the sponsorship space or how do you recommend your clients um, aside from just cold calling, I guess is what you would call it. What are, what's your tactic? Where do you land on sponsorships? Yeah. I mean, prior to this, really, I just monetize my podcast and, and like the way to like, you know, showcase expertise, nurture potential clients. And then I use it throughout my whole pipeline to, mm-hmm. yeah, just like keep someone indoctrinated in my processes. Like that was the way that I had used aligned with purpose, which is my main show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time we were actually at a podcasting event and we're just starting to share this idea that we had of launching oh, this together cool. podcast and how we wanted to film it. And we were connected uh, by someone he's in like the podcast hall of fame he's like the og wow. podcaster his name Good is rob <laughs> yeah rob greenlee is his name and and he connected us with uh yeah these people he's like they've got the tech that you need like this is the device that you need and so we were able to meet meet them in person and just kind of from there they just loved the vision they were like you align perfectly with what we're really looking looking for in terms of a partnership so we were That's able amazing. to line it up that way and so i think that was like for me okay, you can get sponsors with no episodes and at this point, zero brand, just a vision. And so that was right. really cool for myself, even as a somebody who helps people with their podcast, I had never <laughs> yeah. done that before. So I was like, like oh, wait, damn. it can be done. And I am proof of that. Like I am standing here saying that I did it for myself and that's great. Yeah. 
So now it's like, so, okay, let's do another one. You're right. Exactly. You're like, all right, now let's get this ball rolling. Um, uh-huh. So whenever you are traveling, and I, I do ask this to my guests, every single guest at, in the in the um, space of the Mastermind Mixer, what are we drinking in the morning and what is our nighttime cocktail? If you have cocktails or like, are we drinking tea? Tell me all the things. I would say, well, actually, lately we've been drinking those like Pellegrino, really nice, like bubbly Italian sparkling waters. Mm-hmm. Those are mm-hmm. so good. We've yeah. been drinking those and it really like curbs that need to have like an alcoholic drink. Oh, that's nice which is so nice. But yeah, I I would say if we do have like an alcoholic drink, I love IPAs or a nice glass of wine. Oh, nice. Definitely do that. But at night we've been drinking. So uh, there's like a eco village around here, like a couple hours away. And they, they've have like this whole organic tea stuff. And so they actually just, just sent us like pounds. I'm talking pounds. (laughs) of tea uh yeah and so we've got like this dreamy time tea i wish i knew the name of it right now but yeah so so we've been having that at night with some honey well if you send me a link to the village and then if they have a website and then the um the dream tea i'll drop it in the show notes so that we can share it with with the audience but that sounds really cool um well thank you so much i'm i'm so excited this this conversation for the record took more turns than I could have ever anticipated. <laughs> so, and it, and it was amazing. I loved every minute of it, but I am most excited to start following you on the travel side of things and really get to know, um, you know, that part of you. And then also listen to your podcast. Cause I'm a, I'm just like, really, I'm a tech girl. So I love, I like this technology that you're talking about that gets like the, the ambiance of the whole thing. Like I'm, I'm super pumped to to hear about that and see how it goes. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I can't wait to start using it. It just arrived, so we get to have oh, some awesome. fun playing. Oh, play around now. with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, thank you so much for being on. Um, and if you could, please just tell us where we can find you online before you go. Yeah, definitely. So I've got an Instagram. I'm actually my old Instagram got like disabled. It's like been this battle to try to get oh, it back. No. So I'm, I'm trying to change my name back right now. But for now, it's on Instagram as Coach with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Or uh, LinkedIn, Jamie Coleman. If you guys have any itch and you're like, hey, I am loving the idea of a podcast and I just want to learn more about it. Yeah, definitely check out theleadingvoices.com or my podcast specifically aligned with purpose. I mean, we get deep into lifestyle design. We talk about running a business from the road. I mean, ugh, oh, that's amazing. so much fun. So yeah, yeah, definitely check it out. We interview some total badasses over there too. So that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and um, we'll talk to you soon. I'll see you online for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You guys, that's another episode of the mastermind mixer. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes for the perfectly paired drink that accompanies our conversation. It's like the cherry on top to a great story. And here's the deal. If you enjoyed our chat as much as we did, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It's like giving me a virtual high five, which I'm totally down for at any point in time. Stay tuned for more amazing guests and their incredible stories on the Mastermind Mixer. I'm always eager for another round of inspiration, knowledge, and maybe a few laughs along the way. Cheers!